Hey, Palmetto Shores, and welcome back to our small group resources. Um, hope you had a great week, and um, we're looking forward to getting into John chapter 3 today, verses 1 through 15. And in our sermon text, we'll be uh, back in Ezra 5. And so today's passage is loaded with some great theology and content that is helpful to understand and really what we believe about salvation as Christians. And let's just go ahead and read that real quick, and uh, we'll be uh, covering a few points after that. So chapter 3, verse 1 through 15 says, Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, You must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, You are the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things, and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. So already in chapter 3, Jesus has gained a pretty good interest of the people around him. We've already seen the wedding at Cana, and uh, but we haven't really got to see a lot of Jesus' ministry yet, just because we're in chapter 3. But uh, it's evident that Jesus has been working and doing ministry because of the Pharisee Nicodemus who comes to Jesus. has already mentioned that um, there's already been so many things that could only really come from God. And so he mentioned that only someone from God could be doing you know, all these uh, miracles or um, other tasks that Jesus has been doing. And so not to jump too far ahead, but we know that when John concludes this uh, this gospel, he states that um, due to the sheer volume of what Jesus did, there's no way he could have documented everything or the book could hold the amount of things that Jesus did. So we have to know, um, even at this point, that there's things that John, uh, the author of this gospel writes um that there's some things he leaves out and there's some things that he documents for us uh, that give us give us enough information and a good glimpse of who jesus is but outside of this he's doing more ministry than you know what we can see and so in this interaction with the nicodemus uh we just read or we, that we just read um there's so many things that we could pull out of here um things like he came to jesus at night he is acknowledging that he must be from god and um, you know, what's the significance of this new birth, where's spirit, and um, I won't have enough time to cover and dive into all these things, but I, I hope you will in your groups, and uh, just to look at each of these things and um, dig deeper into what it what it's saying. But I do want to bring out a few couple, or a couple points here and say, uh, the first one being that Nicodemus told Jesus in verse 2 that we know you are a teacher from God. Um, while it sounds like Nicodemus may have it figured out, 
um, we know that he's still missing a, some key points here. Um, in the same way as for us today, we are quick to say, you know, something's from God or, um, you know, that must be from God, but we're not, we won't really truly know the magnitude of what's going on. For Nicodemus, he knew that there was something different about Jesus and uh, could even acknowledge that Jesus could have been from God, but uh, in good Pharisee form, he remains to be too literal, um, too legalistic. And to, uh, to be a Pharisee, though, he would have had the knowledge um, and the understanding of Scripture, and he would um, have this imagery that is outlined throughout Scripture of being born again. Uh, but Nicodemus, instead, he misses it, and he lacks faith as well. Um, he lacks the uh, the faith and that that faith aspect of salvation. That uh, he's still focused on the literal act of doing salvation rather than receiving uh, salvation. So when Nicodemus questions him and has this dialogue back and forth about what it means to be born again, uh, Nicodemus can't help himself but to be more literal rather than getting the bigger picture of what Jesus is talking about, what it means to have salvation, and. The second piece I kind of want to draw out here is the final verse 15 uh, that we read, that whoever believed in him, referring to himself, may have eternal life. Uh, Jesus clearly here declares that he is the Son of Man. And if you remember from our study through Mark and even some in Daniel, that Jesus uh, refers to himself as the Son of Man, or he's alluded to as the Son of Man, and that Jesus is the full fulfillment uh, of Scripture, and that he is the Messiah, and that only through him can someone have eternal life. And that's important because while Nicodemus is a smart man, he knows the scripture well, um, it's not enough for him to gain salvation. It's one thing to know about God, but it's also another thing to know God. And Nicodemus knew a lot about God, but he lacked that relationship that's required uh, with God that we receive um, through Jesus. And for Nicodemus, even though... You know, his his smarts were uh, what got him to the point to be a Pharisee and his knowledge there. Because he didn't have a relationship with Jesus, he couldn't understand and he couldn't grasp the faith nature um, that Jesus brings. And so there's so much here that well, we can cover and look at, but I'll leave you here um, with those few points and then hope that y'all are able to dig deeper and look into um, more of this packed passage. So I hope y'all have a great discussion and we'll talk to you next time.